0: Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and
1: Dr. J. Dr.
0: Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well. It's a little chilly where we are. Possibly might have some snow. Snow. Who knows? Yeah. Snow cream. Yeah. Just don't eat yellow okay we'd like to give a quick shout out to singapore 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 Singapore. yay we've thank got you, some new you. listeners there thanks first thanks for listening please make sure to share and we really appreciate it that would be a pretty place to visit as well but not in the rv you can check us out at grace you can text or call 251-244-4645 or you can email us at dr jonathan at grace in
1: Mm-hmm. all right what you got for us today well why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing i don't know why in case they get a hole in one <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay i got another one okay of course you do uh singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth Ugh. then it's a soap opera Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you You're... like to sing in the shower don't you i do yeah it's the only place i can sing well <laughs> I got another one. Oh, of course you do. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? I don't know. They're both Paris parasites.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. How many of you like ketchup? Raise your hand if you I like do. ketchup. I do not, but I know you really like it. Um, ketchup... Was first sold in the 1830s as medicine. Did you know that? I did. What for? Yeah. Uh, well, in 1930, 1834, sorry, it was sold as a cure for an upset stomach oh. by an Ohio physician named John Cook. So that, I mean, it's acidic. So how's that going to help your stomach? I have no clue. I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't popularized as a condiment until the late 19th century. So obviously it didn't do too well in the medical field.
1: But it sure tastes good on french fries. Ah,
0: uh, yep, yep, yep. All right. Now, I know you've told this one before, but it's still pretty cool. Abraham Lincoln is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. The 6'4 president had only one loss among his around 300 contests. He earned a reputation for this in New Salem, Illinois, as an elite fighter. Wow. Cool. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. All right. So what's our topic today? Talking about the body, soul, and spirit.
0: Okay. okay. Sounds good.
1: It's kind of interesting because a lot of Christians, well, a lot of people in general, right, realize that the physical body is more like a shell. Well, true. Yeah. And uh, some shells are more pretty than others. <laughs> uh, more, true, true. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, God is very creative. Right. But the interesting thing, starting out, is God made the body. Yes, he did. And the word body in the Greek language is soma. Okay. And it, it means not just the physical body, but body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, interesting enough, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, uh the the lord then the lord formed man out of dust from the ground and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being so cool yeah uh we as humans human beings are composed of a range of chemical elements by mass mm-hmm. and the human body is approximately 70% water h2o mhm and around 99% of our bodies are made up of six elements, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, and phosphorus. Cool. Of the remaining mass, about 0.75% is composed of five elements, sodium, phosphorus, potassium, sulfur, and chlorine. Cool. And the remaining elements of the body exist in trace amounts. Very, very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. But all the elements, all these elements are, can be found in the earth. Cool. And so, interesting enough, we have the exact makeup, composites, in our physical body that makes up dirt.
0: That is, that's, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've always known that how God made Adam from the dirt, but I've never thought that our body makeup.
1: And they weren't. Yeah. And they didn't have that knowledge. No. uh, When Moses, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote Mm -hmm. Genesis. That's pretty cool. So this is one more of thousands of right evidence points shows, of evidence right that shows the word of god to be the word of god
0: absolutely
1: because only that's god cool. would know that
0: so what what do scientists do with that I, I don't know they ignore
1: it i'm sure well if you're not a christian you can't understand it
0: right absolutely but that's
1: just really cool how that shows yeah. so God's when, workmanship when god breathed in to adam and eve for that matter
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um it was the physical body, but also the spirit and the soul. Yes. So, but I want to start with the body itself. Okay. The physical body. Yes. Consider our body as earthland, earthly vessels, a shell, where mm. your interface with tangible world. Cool. It serves as a conduit mm-hmm. through which we engage with the natural realm. Right. And so everything that uh, we communicate, see, hear, touch mm-hmm. of the world or perceive, mm-hmm. we can understand it through the physical body. Yes. Uh, there are some religious cults, of false teachers mm-hmm. that teach that the physical body is inherently evil.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: this goes back to an ancient, 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 very old. Mm-hmm. You didn't get that.
0: I did. Um,
1: <laughs> False teaching called Gnosticism, okay, and Gnosis, which comes from the Greek word knowledge mm-hmm. uh basically these these guys thought they were smarter than the than the uh average bear, <laughs> so they actually had diff- key knowledge that mm-hmm. no one else knew mm-hmm. That gets in know- the secret societies by the way oh,
0: okay okay nice they also
1: believed that um uh, the flesh was evil mm-hmm and so when you read the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the mm-hmm. Word became flesh and dwelt among us, mm-hmm. the early heresy was not that Jesus was not God. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew Jesus claimed to be God back right. then. Right, right. In the early years. hmm What they, the false teaching was at that time that Jesus was not fully man.
0: Uh, okay. And yeah. the flesh.
1: Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, interesting interesting enough the body itself is kind of neutral yeah neither is it inherently sinful right and neither is it inherently good it's just kind of neutral we decide right whether to pursue god for his glory yeah or to sin definitely definitely paul says this um there were some people in corinth that were, I mean, the Corinthian church was very, very carnal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use the the uh, writings in Corinth mm-hmm. as part of their gospel. Yes. And although it is definitely inspiration in scripture. Right. Uh, Paul's writings were really rebuking them for a lot of false teachings and practices. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And one of them was they were, many of them were very, they were fornicating. Mm. And Paul says, do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. who is in you, whom you have received from God? You Mm -hmm. are not your own. You were bought with a price. Yes. Um, So Paul's telling them that your bodies and that word for body is the physical, but also the, the spiritual Mm -hmm. and the soul. Right. Yeah. So looking at this, I take a different view, okay. what do you think about? you want to comment on the body
0: no i I, I agree it it is it is a shell. I mm-hmm. mean our body goes where we tell it to go, and uh, it's it, it is just a shell, so that makes sense
1: sometimes you know my body can be a little bit uh, uh, kind of a big big shell. <laughs> Especially after the holidays.
0: Well, yeah, me too, but <laughs> well, I'm not
1: going to go there. <laughs> uh, but I'm more of a hunk of hunk of burning love.
0: Oh, yes, you are. And I love you very much. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. But I really think that, and mm-hmm. for a long time, I believed the body, soul, and spirit. Right. But I think when you look at scripture, yes. that really the word spirit and soul are used interchangeably.
0: Yeah, synonymously, yeah. I agree, and and when we were talking about this, you know, when you were preparing for it and everything, I guess I never realized that I felt that way, but I do. I mean, your soul and your spirit—they are kind of the same thing,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there's 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 several reasons I think this. Okay, um, you know, I I think that the soul and the spirit are really everything that's invisible, right, within us. Yes, but. Some of the reasons I think this is number one. I think that Scripture employs the term soul and spirit, mm-hmm. as you said, synonymously. Yeah, and it's really evident in Scripture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at John chapter twelve verse twenty seven. You know, Jesus says, "Now, now is my soul troubled," mm-hmm. and in a similar context, John thirteen twenty one, Jesus desc- John describes Jesus as being troubled in the spirit, right. Uh, and then again, in Luke chapter one, verse forty six to forty seven, Mary declares, "My soul magnifies the Lord, and right. my spirit rejoices in God my Savior."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, some may, you know, say, "Well, there you go, there you go, <laughs> right. spirit and soul." Yeah, but uh, oftentimes they, the Hebrew and who they used Hebrew parallelism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was a poetic technique, right? employing synonymous words to convey the same idea yeah just like i may say that you know that uh you are very skillful mm-hmm. and on the the next next uh word in my mouth would be yeah you're very adroit well, mm-hmm. you're very talented. You're very skilled. Mm-hmm. We do that all the time in our language.
0: We do, we do say say the same thing with different words, and yeah, I mean, you can't really separate your soul and your spirit;
1: they're they're intertwined. So, our soul and our spirit, really, you know, a lot of times the the gospel writers, the people in the Word of God in, in the Bible, mm-hmm. are using those words, and they mean the same thing. Yeah, and Agreed. I really, Yeah. Uh, the second reason is when individuals pass away, Scripture indicates that, that that either the soul soul departs or the spirit departs.
0: Right. It's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, in yeah. Genesis 35, 18, Rachel's death, the Bible notes, her soul was departing. She died. Right. Uh, in 1 Kings seventeen twenty one, Elijah Elijah pray, fervently prays for the revival of a deceased child's soul. Mm-hmm. Um Isaiah foretells the servant of the Lord uh, would pour out his soul. Yes. And uh, so you you see uh, the usage of soul and spirit mm-hmm. for the same purpose.
0: Right. I mean, you you hear people say that their spirit is no longer
1: with them. And and I mean, they're talking about their soul, too. So it's it's, it's the same thing. I mean, you have here in uh, Psalm 31, 5 and Luke 23, 47. 46, mm-hmm. Into your hand, Jesus says, I commit my spirit. Yes. Um, so, you know, Ecclesiastes twelve seven emphasizes that a death, the spirit returns to God who gave it. Yes. And so you see the synonymous use of mm-hmm. soul and spirit. Yes, agreed. Uh, the third reason is the concept of human existence often expressed as either body or soul or body or in spirit. Mm hmm. You know, Jesus advises against fearing those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Yes. Urging us instead to fear those who can destroy both Mm -hmm. soul and body in hell. Right. So in this context, the term soul clearly refers to the enduring aspect of a person beyond death. Yes. It doesn't signify a person or, or life as it would be kind of nonsense to speak of those who can kill the body but cannot kill the person. Correct. So this is saying that we live outside this. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just the body. Right. Yeah. Very cool. It means that when we die, we're either in, pres- in the presence of God in heaven mm-hmm. or we're outside of the presence of God in hell. That's right. Yeah. Um. Also, sin can be attributed to either the soul or the spirit.
0: Mm-hmm
1: first peter one twenty two and revelation eighteen fourteen um, we see that uh in the Corinthians to cleanse themselves from defilement of body and spirit mm-hmm. and the same thing in revelation it, it uses the word uh, what we can sin in our soul and our spirit correct, correct yeah, so I think it's pretty clear as I we agree. look at this, we can go on and on right. You know the soul gives us the ability and the spirit, which mm-hmm. I believe are the same things right of emotion mm-hmm. of mind mm-hmm. of of uh, making choices, yes, moral choices, and right. to for that matter to praise God, yes, yes,
0: definitely, definitely, and it's you know something that that probably a lot of people have not thought about, you know. How they are synonymous, um, and and the various uh, examples and more that you've pointed out in Scripture that shows how they're synonymous. Absolutely,
1: mm-hmm. um, and you know, and until we really know Christ, we really are at the mercy of our of our, ourselves, which is quite scary.
0: Well, basically I feel like if we don't have Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, our soul and our spirit is basically dead.
1: It is. Yeah. We're walking around just as vessels yeah, of wrath shells without yeah. anything in them.
0: And when he, when we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior, that's when our soul and spirit truly
1: makes us who we are. And true and and with that we truly can worship him in spirit and truth. Yes. And the, it says in Romans 8 mm-hmm. that the Spirit searches us yes. and even prays on our behalf. Absolutely. Because uh, there's
0: sometimes where we can't, and that's exciting that that can happen.
1: You know, unlike animals, we, we understand and we have, we're conscientious about the words we say, the communication yes. we yes. have, the emotions we have, right. and the desire to worship God yes. and seek God.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we want to think that our dog's a Christian dog, but he can't really. Well, nature. our dog
1: is. A <laughs>
0: he can't really sing and praise God and, and worship Him and things like that. But yeah, definitely, it's very. This is a very interesting topic, and very, very interesting to think about.
1: So we're the only species that has mm-hmm. the ability. Mm-hmm. To really worship God in our way and seek God and know mm. that we're eternal and know that we're going to die someday.
0: Yes, very you true. Don't,
1: you don't see any dogs or cats saying, I think I want to die. I'm worried about death. All <laughs> oh, yeah. they're worried about is eating.
0: Yeah, I'm going to sleep. And going and outside. taking care of business. Yeah, <laughs> Taking care
1: of business. Yeah. That's Yeah. Right.
0: yeah. So, does that make sense? It definitely does make sense. Yeah. So we're
1: fearfully and wonderfully made.
0: We are. We are, and this definitely can help us remember that.
1: God can take our mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great
0: day. Goodbye.